Welcome to The Founders Table. I'm Kendra Brassfield, the CEO of Neolife International. And in this podcast, I'm going to be sitting down with Jerry Brassfield, the founder and chairman of the company, and asking him to share stories and life lessons that have paved the way for international success as an entrepreneur with a life's mission of making a measurable difference in people's lives. Well, thank you, JB, for joining us for another episode of The Founders Table. I'm happy to be here, Kendra. Yeah, I really like these times where we get to have a sit down and visit because it's been a while since we've really gotten to hang out since we've both been doing a lot of traveling. That's right. You were right. just in Mexico. I just came back from the Mexican convention. It was a great convention. And uh, looking forward to my next trip wherever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're really excited about what has been happening so far this year in 2019. We've really been seeing just an unprecedented amount of excitement and momentum building in just about every market around the world. Uh, From Mexico to I was just in Abu Dhabi with our African world team and president's team. And then also got a report from Rico Brown about the Philippines, (laughs) as well as right here in the U.S. So That's exciting. That's exciting. Rico's doing a good job. And uh, of course, I I was with Rico and Houdi via Kanya, and uh, we were in the, the convention in Mexico, and so had a chance to get caught up on things and uh, big excitement in Mexico. Do you have any words of wisdom for us <laughs> on this episode? We haven't planned it too much, but I know that you've been sharing with me just some of your thoughts about what it takes, the kind of mindset it takes in order to really reach our goals in this business and reach big goals. Yes. As you know, it doesn't take life-changing commitment, we'll call it, uh, to build a small business. And by that, I mean a director-sized business or, or a uh, Sapphire director-sized business. Uh, you can build that along and you can uh, be somewhat uh, committed. You can be very part-time and you can also stay in that category forever. But when you start to think about building a large diamond-sized business, one diamond, two diamonds, and up to five diamonds and more, then it requires a different level of commitment, belief, and faith. And what have you observed as the the key differences between someone who's maybe just testing it out versus someone who's all in? I believe, I believe totally in what we're doing in Neolife, and I believe totally uh, in the in the possibility and probability that someone that puts the right commitment and time in can build a huge diamond-sized business. Now, I believe that. It doesn't take uh, a large amount of faith for me to believe that because there's already evidence out there. You know, the Bible says faith is the substance of something hoped for and the evidence not seen yet. 
And so, uh, but I can see, I can look at my own history. I can look at uh, diamond directors around the world and I can look at their level of commitment and what they have gone through. And so I, I can believe that it's possible. I can believe that uh, Neolife is a safe vehicle to put trust into and belief uh, simply because uh, I know it inside and out. I know the, the extreme measures we go to to protect it. And we've been around 60 years and we are having and experiencing a, a successful transition, uh, which you are now leading the company. So I can believe that. I can believe in, this, in the products. Uh, I hear the testimonies daily. So, uh, I, so I, have, I have every reason to believe. And I, and I know that a new person or a person that's been in the business a while has to search this out for their own uh, level of believability and prove to themselves, yeah, this is something worthwhile. And we really do help people if we bring them into our, our family. So that being said, uh, then we have to start to examine uh, the difference between people who totally believe and have faith, unwavering faith, and those who, on the other hand, say, well, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try it for two years and see what happens. And if it doesn't, then I'll be looking for, you know, or, uh, you know, I heard about this other deal over here that looks pretty good. And I know somebody that, uh, oh, that guy made a half a million dollars a year doing something or something else. And so that level of looking around and, and wondering what else is going on diminishes the focus that's required to build that diamond, two diamond, three diamond size business. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said. And I, I think not only does our level of belief impact our own business, it also directly impacts the people that have joined us, that have caught on to the vision, that are a part of our team. I actually read about something interesting the other day about how much the inputs around us influence our lives. Um, and sometimes we don't even realize the impact. Ariana Huffington actually recently teamed up with a few researchers. And what they found was that just three minutes of negative news in the morning, just three minutes, gives you a 27% higher likelihood of reporting your day as unhappy. And that's six to eight hours later. So that negativity for just three minutes in the morning, it's pervasive through your entire day. And whether we believe it or not, we have huge influence on our teams. You have a huge influence on the people that are part of your business, much more than just three minutes of news. So that lack of belief and lack of faith is going to translate into what they're doing as well. Wow, three minutes a day. Uh, that goes back to uh, controlling our environment of uh, input that goes into our life and that what we read, what we, who we associate with, uh, who we, uh, what we watch on television, what we read, uh, what, what someone else says to us. Even our thoughts affects our thoughts and, of course, 
and then what we say out loud to others. All these things have an effect that's uh, devastating, or it can be very positive as well. That's why I believe that uh, athletes talk to themselves, uh, you know, saying, I can do it, you know, I'm going to win, I'm going to do my best. You know, I have, you know, keep the faith. How many times have you heard that? Keep the faith, you know, keep going, you can do it. And, and so it, it goes back to that, you know, we, we are uh, a product, mentally, we are a product of our thoughts. You know, our thoughts shape us. I think that back to your statement there uh, about uh, the, the uh, three minutes of bad news, what I also see is that very innocently, and I'll say this very innocently because I could name you several teams in Neolife around the world that actually hurt their team and they don't, they don't realize it. They hurt their team. They do it by uh, creating doubt and they don't realize they do that. And when the head of the team, when the head of the team questions out loud or brings up examples of uh, somebody made a lot of money over in doing something else, okay? I recently heard someone say, you know, I know this guy made a lot of money, and he's making a lot of money in real estate. Use the word fortune, okay? I, I hear some people say, uh, wow, did you hear about uh, so-and-so made a million dollars? Well, even saying that, it may be true, it may not be true, it doesn't matter. It causes the person who hears it to say, well, I wonder what that is. Maybe I should look at that. Maybe I should do real estate. Maybe I should do something. It takes away from the single-minded focus necessary to cause others to have a single-minded focus. And I look at certain teams, and our largest team in the world is uh, Charlie Bolton. Charlie and Alta Bolton living in South Africa. They have teams, uh, members around the world. But Charlie, he is so deadly focused. If somebody starts to talk about anything other than what he's doing, he just walks away very rudely, just walks away. He doesn't say goodbye. He doesn't say stop. He just says, don't talk to me about anything except our goals, our dedication, our commitment, and our faith that what we put our, our, our faith in is going to pay off for us in the future. And he narrows it down. And that you see that with Charlie, you see that same commitment in Louis Smith's team, don't you? Where Louis, you talk to his and Laverne, Louis and Laverne, what a wonderful uh, couple! They just had a, a retreat in Mexico. They uh, they brought their team together, and I visited with team members of that team, and they're all one hundred percent committed. It's like they have total focus, and with that, it convinces others to have to total focus. I won't name names of teams that uh, that. Are, are not so focused. But the, you hear in those teams, you hear, well, I'm going to give it a couple of years and see 
I'm going to see how it goes. And I'm not quite happy with what I'm doing right now, but we'll see, okay? Well, I'm going to test it. Well, I, I'll tell you, you're not going to test it. It's already been tested. You're going to test yourself to see if you can bring the leadership qualities together and work on self-improvement to the point that others, not only you, become totally focused, totally dedicated and committed, but you reach what I call that new level of faith. The Bible speaks a lot about faith. And, uh, and, uh, it, 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 and God has always rewarded people of faith. And you know something? In life, life rewards you if you put your faith in a worthwhile project that you're going to use for the benefit of your family, of your health, and the health of others. You get rewarded. And so that total faith and recommitting yourself uh, on, on a daily basis is what wins out and causes others to have the same level of commitment and faith. You don't get that. If you're doubting at all and you express that at all and you, and you cause people to lose focus by comments that are made uh, just in innocent comments, innocent comments, but that's like powerful two, three minutes of very bad news, which destroys the very thing you're trying to build. And I think that's something that we, and I include myself, have to monitor. We have to watch it in our own lives and our own habits until we can eliminate it as much as possible. Because we all fall short. Amen. <laughs> okay. Now, what are some of the things in your own life that have crept up that you have to be aware of so that you don't lose faith or so that you stay single-minded and focused? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, you know, it's always been there. From the beginning, the fact that my father, in innocence, uh, discouraged me uh, and that my mother had total faith in me. You see, if, if she had faith in me, when I analyze it, it doesn't make sense because she did not know what I was going to try to do. But it didn't matter. She had total faith in me. And that boosted me. Now, as we go forward, there have been different hurdles. But most recently is this one where uh, uh, my age, next week, I'll be 79 years old. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And for the last several years, I have this guy, I call him the old man, counterpart of me that, that starts knocking on my door and says, uh, you know, you better slow down at your age. You know, people drop dead of heart attacks, you know. Uh, you better stop flying airplanes at your age, you know. You know, your skills can't be quite the same. This is me talking to myself, I guess. And I better slow down. I better quit traveling. And then bringing that on, I have friends, relatives, 
people I meet, and they say the same thing to me. You better slow down. You know, you, you're not, uh, you can't travel like that. Blah, blah, blah. You can't work as hard. And even though I've turned over the business to you to run on a daily basis, I still notice that I'm still going. So uh, somehow, uh, in fact, you called me up and said, let's get together. This, and I had to start working on what we're going to talk about. But this, this, this old man that shows up and starts discouraging me to slow down, take it easy, rest, uh, just retire, uh, don't even think about anything. When, that, when he shows up, I, I can spot him now pretty good. So I then, you know what I do? I, I, I go for a walk. I get up early, go for a walk before anybody else moves. I then, I go to the gym. This last two days, I've stayed home resting from travels and things. And I've been in the gym two, three hours. I'm, as you know, I'm fortunate to have a jacuzzi and a sauna and a gym and whatnot. And I can go out there and, and make phone calls and work out and do things. And I then set new goals. I've just set new goals to learn languages, which I've had on my goal sheet forever. And I'm going to do it this year. I set new levels of achievement in our businesses. I just want to go for it. And when I, when I revive my thinking, push away this old guy and say, you are not allowed in my life, okay? I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm going to take care of my health. I'm going to take care of my mind. I'm going to enjoy my life. And all of a sudden, I start feeling refreshed. And I've reset the... the and you know what? As I've been talking about this around in various places around uh, since the beginning of the year, I see other people latching on to the same thing. I got a call yesterday from someone 75 years old in our business said, you know what? I have, I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm resetting goals. I'm not going to stop. This was a woman that, uh, that has incredible success in our business. And she's reset her goals and lost a bunch of weight and is out there again and is going to go for it like never before. I had Dr. Joaquin Gonzalez and, uh, come to me and say, you know what? Retirement is okay, but I'm going to reset my goals. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I am not dead. You know, and so this is this is all part of, you know, we're not so look, Abraham, well, he was a hundred years old when Sarah got pregnant at 90, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna talk to your mother. <laughs> and uh, that old man in your head is a liar, by the way. <laughs> because actually when I came over to your house today, the first thing he did was challenge me to some dips in the kitchen and some <laughs> push-ups. <laughs> And it is not easy to keep up. Uh, let's see. Well, that's exciting. And we, I just heard the same thing from Charlie Bolton when we were in Abu Dhabi. Right. That he, there's some things happen in his life where he realized life is short and he doesn't want to waste any time. He is continuing to be fully committed, setting bigger goals than ever. And it's exciting. Wow. You know, I don't want to uh, diminish the importance of preparing for this level of commitment and faith because it is necessary to have clear goals. It's necessary to have long-range 
uh, goals. That's what I want to do. Uh, that's what I, and, and medium range goals and short range goals. What am I going to do today to bring that about? It's important, you know, to, to learn and become educated in when it's regarding our business, educated regarding the products, the compensation plan, the various levels to attain, methods of working, exposing our business to new people. All these things are very, very important. But that's not enough. You can want something, you can set the goal, and you can have some level of commitment, and you can, but you can also be in a relaxed mood and really not go for it. Really not talk to anybody. I want to help people. In order to help people, I've got to talk to them and tell them what I've got. And last night I'm on the phone and I was talking to a man that you know uh, uh, lives over in Stockton. Uh, you know Pete over there. And so I was uh, talking to him and all of a sudden, uh, you know, with about my health and about this and about that, he says, could you have somebody call me, Jerry? I'd like to get on the products that you're taking, you know. So if I don't talk to, to him, uh, then I won't get that response. So that's, that's what I'm trying to say. That's not enough to have all those things. Then it becomes, am I committed to the point that I have faith? I know it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Even though I can't see it now, I believe it, okay? Because I don't care if it's selling a product, getting one new customer, getting one new distributor. If I can get one, of each of those, I can get two. If I can get two, I can get 10. I get 10, I can get 100. I get 100, I can get 1,000. All I got to do is keep organizing and leading that group and not doing and saying things to discourage them. But on the contrary, on the other hand, I mean, saying things that encourage them, keeping them single-minded, focused, having them increase their faith. The Bible says we go from faith to faith because you can have a little faith and you can have faith, tremendous faith. But as one thing becomes true and you know it, you can have more faith and more faith and more faith. And I believe that it's that extra mile you go or that extra level of commitment that shielding yourself and others from distracting comments that cause doubt, if you can do that, you can make big progress in a hurry. If you don't do that, you'll be stuck at some level of success, but it'll seem like, well, how do you get from, you know, senior manager to, uh, you know, to Ruby? I don't know. It looks like it'll never happen. Well, just by saying that, you're defeated. Just by saying it and thinking it, and then having somebody else agree with you, you're defeated. And we don't want to be a defeated family. Absolutely. And just as important as faith is in helping us to have bigger wins, it's equally important in helping us overcome the challenges that are going to inevitably happen, <laughs> especially in a business like ours where sometimes you, you get told no it's going to happen. 
Um, and actually this past week, you got stood up by someone that stood me up for a meeting. <laughs> I know, I, I, I won't name names, but uh, as you know, I, uh, you, you reached out to a person that I had met uh, and, uh, and set up an appointment and then uh, he didn't show. And so two nights ago, I got a call. The person said, I need to talk to you. I need to, uh, I need to, I would like to, uh, some uh, mentoring in my life. I am so, uh, I, I'm serious about this. I, uh, I tried to maybe see if we could handle it on the phone. I need to be face to face with you. Okay. Set up an appointment for 10 o'clock the next morning. He didn't show. <laughs> he didn't you got to text it. Like I got a text and said, sorry, 30. I get, at 9.30, my meeting was going to be at 10. I'm up and prepared. And he didn't show. You get a text, you know. That level of commitment and integrity, I'm sorry, it just won't work. I, I hope the best for that person. But uh, you know what? It's got a long way to go before anything good's going to happen. Absolutely. And I want to go back for a moment to something you said earlier on about the belief that you have in Neo Life, in the company. Um, you, you said it's a safe company. You know that someone who commits to it, that this is going to be around for a long time. And the reason that you have 100% trust in the safety of this company, this opportunity, I think goes back to some of the challenges you experienced early on. And it's not by accident that we've been here 60 plus years. And can, can you tell us about some of the things that happened to you with opportunities that weren't as safe? Okay, well, well, first of all, I, I became a distributor of a company called Nutribio. And 18 months later, the company went bankrupt. And I had a team of, uh, you know, 200 plus people uh, when that happened. And so that was a setback. One and a half years later, okay? Now, I loved direct selling. I loved uh, taking a message, a nutritional message to people. I had benefited from, from uh, nutritional supplements in my own health uh, that my mother turned up years earlier. And so I joined another company the name of that company was AdMark, Advanced Marketing. <laughs> one and a half years later, something about one and a half years, bankrupt, okay? Now, so these are setbacks that I could have easily said and probably had thoughts that, you know, this thing is, this is just not for me. This is, uh, this is not good. Uh, this is not a good business. These are all thoughts. You know, don't, I don't mean to say that I don't have thoughts that come my way that try to defeat me. I do. But thank God I've been able to beat them out of the way so far. And so those are setbacks. Now I'm looking back and I'm thankful that I had uh, asthma and uh, I'm thankful that it was serious. Thankful that my mother reached out because if I wasn't about to die, she wouldn't have reached out. I'm thankful that I had a father that discouraged me because I know how to deal now and talk to people who, who get discouraged. I'm thankful for a mother that encouraged me because I know how important that is. I'm thankful 
for two companies that failed. It taught me to protect the company that we've built. That's why we have no debt. That's why we, that's why we have been conservative all these years, you know? I've, some of these companies that have come and gone and done hundreds of millions of dollars worth of business, uh, they, they, end up, uh, they end up out of business. And I, I watched the ones fail early on, and I'm watching them fail today. You know, and so as I watch this, I'm, I'm reminded, thank goodness, thank God that I had these setbacks and, and experiences along the way that caused me to know how important it is to protect what we have. I'm thankful because I know our pro- products work and I know that the Neolife products, when I was introduced to Neolife product after having taken other food supplements, it was like a new level of benefit. So much so that before you bought the company, <laughs> I think you placed the single largest order ever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, you know what, I still have this. I don't want to say this, but uh, I will. I dug a cave and, and sealed it off inside and I wanted to make sure, I was afraid that Neolife might go under when before I first became a customer, before, before I was a part of it. I, as a customer, these, these products benefited me and this was a few years before I had anything to do with Neolife. I felt such a great benefit from Neolife products, the Formula 4 and the various products they had. I then, the tree and all of the rest of it, I bought a combination of products for $30,000. I had been a customer since 1967. So about 1968, 69, I bought the $30,000 worth and I put it away to have it for me in case anything happened to the company. Now, I wasn't thinking totally clear. And you know what? I've never opened that cave and looked inside there and I'm going to... I want to document it and film it uh, with video when I do, because I'd like to see the condition of that Neolive product. There's no way that it should be any good at all, but I'm going to check it out. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll make there a project. Might, you know? There might be some very giant rats in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> gotten a lot of nutrition over the years. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. But that, that's what how convinced I was. I, and then... Then I, my goal became, I've got to get Neolife Manufacturing Company, which is Natural Formulas, to make products for me in my company, Golden Products. And then my goal became, i got to buy this company. Then I bought one-third of it, or we did as a company. And then after I bought one-third of it, I said, I, I would like to buy the balance of it. And little by little, goals, faith, Faith to faith, from faith to faith, I was able to uh, see a bigger picture and ended up buying the company. And here we are today. It's amazing. And I think back then, there was a huge need for what we offer both on the nutrition side as well as the opportunity side. And I think today, when we look at where we're at as a company, that has not changed and it's only gotten bigger. It has, for sure. 
And you know, the, the thing that we're realizing today is that we can, we can change our status and our level of income and our size of our business and we can become financially uh, solid and independent, okay? And it depends on the level that, that the effort, energy, and the size that we want to dedicate and build to, right? And I don't want to take anything away from the person who just wants to make $500 a month uh, or, or $1,000 a month. We need lots of people like that and, and so on. But I also don't want to leave out the person that wants to really build a business. So financial. You know, I also want to want to be reminded all, that we have, uh, we help people with their health. So we get finance, we have good, healthy lifestyle, which includes, by the way, encouraging people to eat a better diet, to exercise, to get rest, and to also supplement uh, for the things nutritionally that are missing in that diet. So we encourage that healthy lifestyle. Now, another part of that that we're just talking about and becoming uh, aware of is this neoplasticity. Neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, which uh, science has proven now, using some of the very things in the lifestyle that we, uh, we propose and are proponents of, that you can actually cause your mind to grow, improve, better memory, better function. And by the way, that's important too because we do use that mind to make decisions with and these choices that we make with that mind we have affects everything else. So now we know that we can improve our mind and we're going to be getting more into that as we go forward. And I also find it interesting that right now, we are in an unprecedented time in the history of our country where, I mean, look at our economy is thriving. We have historical lows on unemployment. Yet, I just uh, was reading an article this morning from the Harvard Business Review cautioning companies that they need to be preparing now during this time of, of just economic boom they need to be preparing now for a recession that's coming, that will inevitably come. Um, and like, what are the things that we need to do to, to make sure we're prepared for that? And that actually got me excited. Yes. Very strange, right? The thought of recession would get you excited. <laughs> but I love how this business, Neolife, it's recession proof. Because at the very time when people are needing opportunity, more opportunity, not that they don't need it today, because they do, but when it's blatantly in your face or people are panicking, that's when we can step in and provide a solution. That's right. Yeah, our, over the years, we've been through uh, recessions and, and, uh, and we have been through the swings and ups and downs of the economies around the world. And we've come through these and we have not only... Uh, survived, but thrived during these periods of time for the reason you've talked about. It's been great visiting with you today. <laughs> um, and for everybody listening, thank you for taking the time to be with us. 
And we love you guys. Thank you so much for partnering with us on our mission to make the world a healthier, happier place, to end the trend of sickness and poor health. And I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at convention. Absolutely. In Thank July. you. Thank you, Kendra. With that, we'll sign off for today. Bye.